You are listening to Grievances Filed by Andrew and Matt. It is a Monday, and we are going to be talking about the late-breaking news on Cam Newton. We're going to talk about the Patriots Spygate uh, 4.0 situation. And then we're going to dive into our top quarterbacks in the league right now, number 20 through 11. We have some hot takes on there, some bold takes. But I hope your ears are ready for this. Let's go. Should be exciting. LFG. So, welcome, and I hope your virgin ears are ready to listen to this. It is, uh, it's grievances. Bam, 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 bam. Pow, right in the kisser. Pow, right in the kisser. <laughs> so, uh, it is uh, it's grievances filed season. Season dos, senor. Episode. Episode 11. Episode it's the 11. Edelman episode. It's the, it's Edelman. the Edelman episode. Edelman with a touchdown pass to Philip Dorsett. Yep. But yeah, Edelman. Uh, I think Edelman's only has one career in completion throwing. Yeah, and you saw it live. I did. Yep. How close? <laughs> I was ready to kill myself. <laughs> was Was Dion Lewis close to catching that one handed in a diving yeah, attempt or no? It was like he was diving for it, but there's a guy in the way. It was kind of a force. Yeah, but then the did next you know play. The next play. The next play the was Amandola. a phenomenal Amendola. Brady literally did not look at anyone else on that play. If you saw, he dropped back, and he was like, Amadol, Amadol, Amadol. And then he was just like, boom, get it to him. All right, but that's enough of, uh, we do enough of talking about Patriot history. But today, we'll start off the show. This was almost like uh, an emergency emergency press conference, similar to like what Dave Portnoy had today for uh, cancel culture. But we have it today because Cam Newton is now the You're newest. canceling Caillou. Brian Hoyer is out. <laughs> yep, canceling Brian <laughs> Hoyer. It, it's canceling Jared Stidham. Jared Stidham is punching the air right now in Texas, wherever Jared he is. Jared Stidham is down in Texas yep. getting corona. Yeah, he's down in the he's well, he's down in the dumps right now, too, because Cam He's Newton, actually our source of that whole time when you were saying that we, we knew somebody who had corona. It was Jared it Stidham. It was Jared Stidham. So I, I've, not me. I, I've had so many people text me, not you. I've had so many people text me saying, oh, I told you Cam Newton was going to be the quarterback. And, okay, yeah, a, a lot of people, okay, there you go. Credit. You guys are the geniuses, and I'm an idiot because I, I didn't or, think Cam Newton. Score Decino an idiot one point. Yep. Everyone else is not an idiot. I am the only idiot for thinking Cam Newton <laughs> wouldn't be the quarterback. And it would have it made sense that I didn't think he would be the quarterback. Think about everyone was saying the personality mismatch between Newton and Belichick. So I guess we'll start off there. Do you see? So I guess in case you live under the rock for the last twenty four hours, Cam Newton, I believe, is signed to a very incentive heavy one year deal. 
Sherman indicates that it's at the veteran minimum. I don't know. Is that? Do you know what your little birds are saying? Contract details, numbers. What do you? What do you have? Me and my little birds were just chilling at Salty Springs the whole time, and it just popped up on my phone. Like, damn, I'm in the middle of a, uh, you know, a rush on this other other squad. And then I was like, Cam Newton's a, a Patriot, and I had to drop everything. We lost the match, but it was, you know, we lost Salty Springs just for Cam Newton. I loved it because <laughs> I was like, hey. We have something to talk about. We have content now. Exactly. We to talk about not watching Avatar. It's great. It, it's no um, longer the slow season. No. However, you're talking about his. Um, where's the camera? Right there. Right you're there. talking about the um, the the personality mismatch. He's only getting paid a million bucks. I mean, there's the the incentives. It's another six million. But that's like if he goes, if he's like an all pro, he gets all that money. Yep. Right. And he's here for a year. And if he doesn't work out, then what is he going to do? He's damaged goods already. That's, so I think this is perfect. But in terms of Stidham, I would have rather just seen Stidham play because we don't know what Stidham's going to be like. And he's more likely to become the 10-year future for the Patriots than Cam Newton will ever. I don't even know if Cam Newton will be in the league in another four or five years. He's 31 now. And people compare him like, oh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is older. Brady's at 43. But they're totally different positions. Yep. You know, Cam Newton's a running quarterback. He plays, he's more like Ben Roethlisberger. That's a great comparison. Ben Roethlisberger's always hurt. Yep. So, one thing, so if I was still a Patriot fan for this coming year, if I was still rooting for them to win as many games as possible, I'll tell you what, I would be so excited for Cam Newton. I, there's one, well, because Brady's still in the league, I cannot have the Patriots do well because it would undermine the fact that all the credit should go to Brady. So just, I'm a man of principle, and my principle lies with Brady, so I'm, I'm very, I'm loyal to him, so I cannot hope that the Patriots do too well because it would undermine, you know, the the Brady is, you know, the end-all, be-all argument. But one thing that, that I want to say is, yes, Cam Newton's been hurt. Yes, Cam Newton's, like, lost his last eight games or something like that. Yes, Von Miller might have taken... Cam Newton's last shred of dignity when he stripped the ball and stripped his uh, football, you know, prowess in the Super Bowl 50. But I think one thing that is a fact, I think Cam Newton is an exciting player when he's on the field. Okay, whether it's, I if he's on the field and it's a rainy Thursday night football game against the Jaguars and he starts skipping balls 10 yards down the field on in cuts, that's exciting because you're like, Damn it, Cam Newton! Hit the guy! I I, I, don't, I forget if you were watching with me. I think it was like week three, Panthers Jaguars, right? Rainy and Cam Newton had the ball driving to try and like either tie the game or take the lead, and he was literally skipping seven yard out routes or or was this over the th- game we were watching? Or no, it was the Bucks. Bucks Panthers game. Bucks Panthers, whatever it is, or overthrowing the guy by ten yards, and you're like, "What on earth is Cam Newton doing?" Hit the so, guy. So hit the guy. He's exciting. I think that that's a fact. So whether he's going to be skipping balls or whether he's going to have another, you know, 2015 MVP year, I'd be excited if I was trying to have you know the Patriots win as many games as possible. Well, I don't know what you predicted, but I said ten and six is a realistic optimistic goal i think i flipped you i think i flipped you you said six and ten so you were being more pessimistic i was being more optimistic so say we split the difference and say eight and eight right right with jared stidham or and or caillou at quarterback you i i say that's a success first year first year of stidham that's a success 
I, I say a failure is six and 10, eight and eight is like, okay. Like if they're, if they go eight and eight, I'll be like, like, I won't be happy, but I won't be like. Uh, the, the thing is though, I'm, I'm trying to be, you know, as unbiased as possible. And I think both but you and I and can't be unbiased. I think if they went six and 10, the majority of the NFL fans wouldn't be that shocked. Yeah, I think I think Cam they'd be Newton, they'd if, be shocked. Yeah, now with Cam Newton, but if they went two and fourteen, they'd be shocked. If they went six and ten, I don't think they'd be that shocked. Now with Cam Newton, now one thing that the deal provides is it provides Belichick an escape once workouts start and once training camps start and once preseason starts. It allows for him to cut him preseason, and and, and no one's gonna you know. Everyone thinks he's going to be the starting quarterback for 16 games barring an injury. Could this be another Demarius Thomas situation? Demarius Thomas got two touchdowns, right? In one of his preseason games, Scott Zolak said, all right, we've seen enough of this guy. Get him on the bench. He's ready to go. Then he was cut. Yeah. No, I Demarius Thomas, the replacement for him was um, Antonio Brown, right? I that, is there any is there an Antonio Brown out there? I know Antonio Brown's a nutcase. Antonio Brown that is out there. there. So and Antonio Brown is out there. No, but in terms of the quarterback, <laughs> there's no one out. Cam Newton. If they brought in, say they brought in Jameis Winston and he was doing well, but Cam Newton was still out there, and they brought him in instead, or Andy Dalton, right? And he played he played okay, and you're like, okay, Andy Dalton's the guy, but then they brought in Cam Newton. Not that that would ever happen. The quarterback, different position, but I feel like Cam Newton's like that, like. He's going to be, he's either going to be the starter, okay, or he's not on the team. He's not going to back up. That's the one thing. He's not going to back up. There's zero shot that Stidham or Hoyer, if Hoyer's out there, then something's really wrong. Is Hoyer even going to make the team? What? Is Hoyer even going to make the team? Yes. Either it's two quarterbacks, it's Stidham and Hoyer, or it's three with Hoyer as the third. Okay. I mean, they might. I, I so we're not going to see Brian Lewerke starting opening night. Um, if that's the case, I hope he starts every game and they just go and sixteen. <laughs> like, if that's the case, then I really want him to tank for Trevor Lawrence. Hey, Lewerke like, has big hands. But one thing that's in isn't this surprising? Isn't this more surprising than a Josh Gordon or an Antonio Brown signing Cam Newton? Maybe. I, I feel like it's right up the same alley. Like another guy, Cam Newton doesn't have the issues that those guys do. He's just been injured, right? Well, the thing Maybe. is, yeah, Josh Gordon's had the uh, marijuana issues and, you know, drug violations, whatever it is. But you could tell when he got to New England, it seemed as as, as if everyone liked him. The wide receiver room really liked him. And they were supportive. Josh Gordon, from what it looked like when he was on the field playing well, that he had the attitude of, yeah, I'm embracing this mentality. I'm going to keep my head down. I'm going to work hard. Antonio Brown, on the other hand, he was there for one game, and you could tell the whole time that his attitude just wasn't wasn't there. He said, you know, whatever he had to say to get into the Patriot clubhouse and then kept working his mouth, and then he found himself right out of the Patriots clubhouse as soon as it started. But with Cam Newton, I think everything that I've – so I, I think he's a great player when he's healthy, and I guess that's the big asterisk that we're going to put by – you know, Cam Newton the entire time we talk about him today. But one thing with his attitude, you know, whether it's him walking out of the press conference, um, you know, at Super Bowl 50, he just, you know, walked out. Or if it, if it's him uh, laughing at a female reporter for talking about routes, that just doesn't seem very, you know, Patriot-like in, you know, from what he says to the public or, um, you know, 
I, I don't want to say Instagram because I don't I don't follow him too much on Instagram. All I know is that he talks in bizarre character keystrokes, but that it yeah, just doesn't seem a like a Belichick. I try to read his caption. Yeah, could, Cam Newton seems like a guy who needs to speak, and he doesn't seem like the guy kind of guy that wants to sit at a press conference and and say nothing. Basically, by you know do, by pulling a Brady, like oh, what do you think of like this play? Cam Newton's going to be like, yeah, you know, uh, you know, we 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 played. Well, uh, you know, it's a good team effort out there, and, uh, you know, we're, we're focusing on the next week. Cam Newton's not that type he, of guy. I don't he, – he's here for a year. Their Patriots are using him, and he's using the Patriots. It's not like he signed for five years and $25 million per or whatever. He's here for a year. He needs to show that he's still got something in the league and he can stay healthy, so he's that's why he's going to the Patriots because he knows Bill Belichick's going to get the most out of him. So he's got to he's got to stay like in line. Like he can he can I don't know do the Patriot way. Like do I I don't even care like how he dresses as long as he doesn't say like dumb I think shit I, like th- the, that's a lot of fun. The way he dresses. Well, as long as he doesn't say anything. Yeah, I know. But that's I know. the he's, big thing. Does, can you, can you, I mean, I don't know. You, you can cool. get a Josh Gordon because his career was literally on the brink of destruction. To say Josh Gordon, you better shut up and say nothing. You can get him to do that. You look at Antonio Brown; they couldn't, they couldn't get him to do that. You know, they they said Antonio Brown, please don't, and he kept doing it. You know, they said Antonio yeah, Brown, no, please don't text um, like the woman accusing you of uh, this in like your legal suit. And he's like, he he couldn't help himself, and, and he found he himself kicked say, out. If he didn't do that, he'd still be on the team, Ex- or at least last year. I, I completely agree. If he didn't do that, he would still be on the team. So, are are there going to be specific things they say to Cam Newton? Like, if Cam Newton going to have a press conference? You know. In a, Whatever it is in the preseason, they're going to say, "Don't say anything." <laughs> but I'm saying, how many chances are they going to give him if he says something like in a press conference, uh, being like, "Yeah, that interception wasn't on me. Like Jacoby ran the wrong route." How many chances of that are they going to give him? It depends on how good he looks in training camp. If he's the start, if he's the clear cut starter, and Stidham's not ready, and is it about how goal? good he looks? Because Antonio Brown was spectacular. Yeah, but he was there for a week, and then they were like, all right, this guy's an idiot. And he had bigger issues than what Cam Newton has. He had serious issues. Same with they, – they stuck around with Josh Gordon, right? But then he had another relapse, and they knew that he was going to get cut or he was going to yeah. get suspended altogether. And they were like, all right, this guy has to he, – he's got to go. Um, but yeah, it just no, seems like Cam a Newton's, divide Cam between Newton's issues do not compare to Antonio Brown's issues. Last I, year. I agree. And Cam Newton, if he's the starter, if he's a clear cut starter, which I think he probably will be at this point, you got to assume that he's going to have a decent amount of leash, but he's also got to have an understanding of he's, he's here for a year. He better, he better get on the program. You know, I, I, I completely agree that, you know, AB's attitude and issues are, are very separate from Cam's Cam. On the other hand, it just seems, I don't think this was ever like explicitly said, but just their whole ideals, the way that Cam functions and, and believes that, you know, we should speak via the press conference or, you know, attitudes inside a locker room are completely different than, um, you know, Belichick's. And, and I'll, I'll say this because Sean, uh, or not Sean McDermott, but uh, Brandon Bean, the GM for Buffalo, a couple weeks ago, went around and did a bunch of interviews. And one question that was asked of him, because Cam Newton was around back then, hey, would you ever think about signing Cam Newton? And he said, he said, no, like, Josh is our guy. 
the way that Sean and I want to run our football club, like it, it just doesn't seem like he would fit. And, and the way that Sean and him want to run their football club obviously seems like a you know hard nosed like Buffalo Bill, like you know we're gonna work hard. Circle the wagons. And, and, yeah, circle the wagons. You know we're the Bills, like that kind of attitude. Break some tables. Yeah, break some tables exactly in the process too, but. That's what I thought was going to be the same deal with New England as well, because New England is, you know, stubborn as a goat in their ways when it comes to, and no pun intended with the goat because of Brady, but, you know, they're stubborn in their ways saying, you better fit into what we think you have to be, otherwise you're going to be gone. You know, and how many times have we seen that? Do you know what else? Randy Moss? Randy Moss, dude. No, Um, no, no, no. no. Stidham is off to Texas nine days ago. Brady is, you see Brady left and right out in Florida throwing around Gronk and Mike Evans and all those guys, and he's working. And all the while, Belichick's quarterback is going to Texas to go to a wedding because he's whipped. And he's sitting there like, well, I see my old quarterback working out. Why don't I? And he's like, all right, I got to. I gotta do something. He's so, got a little ego too. You, you, so you, Cam uh, Newton's out there. He didn't. He's he signed up for nothing. Really, so, signed so, up for a million bucks. I know. There's, I think I said there's in the incentives, but only a million dollars is a base. Like he's, he, you know. I mean, you're exactly right. So you're saying that Stidham went to how long was is he? So he's currently in Texas, and how long has he been been in Texas? Nine days. He's been in Texas. All for a wedding. He has cool. not been working out. According to Little Birds, he's going to be there for a couple of weeks. Little Birds being, I think, his fiance or girlfriend or whoever it is. Because um, I see Edelman working yeah, out. No, no, well, he is, he was working out with Edelman and all those guys uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, but he, but did, he did it like once. He's gone. All the while, you see Brady and I think Russell Wilson's out working with his guys. I don't know. It just seems like I, I I'm hoping – Tomorrow, Cam Newton's in Foxborough thrown with Julian Edelman. You know, <laughs> can you imagine Nikhil that? Harry, and that's what I'd want to see. I, I'm exactly. It's exciting, isn't it? You know. So yeah, but I'll tell you what. Well, if, here's the thing. What do you? How do you feel the season's going to go now, Mister Six and Ten? I could. I could see nine and seven for sure. See, I don't think it's going to be make a. I think. It'll go from ten and six to like eleven and five. People are like, oh, now they're a Super Bowl contender. I don't think that's the case. I, I don't. I don't see. I don't see them hitting eleven and five. I do see. You know, I was at six and ten, whatever it was. I could even. You could have even had me at five and eleven. Okay, so I, I could give you, you know, three to four more wins because of Cam Newton, and you know the reason it's it's cut off at three to four wins, you know, is because if you average in assuming that he might miss some time, right? Because think about that he has, right? And do you know what Newton's record is in his last eight games? I believe he has, he's winless or something like that. He hasn't yep. he hasn't won in his last eight games. So has he forgot what winning is like? I, I don't know. Um, you know, but it, it'll be fun to see him out there. It'll be fun to see what Josh yeah, McDaniels can Tampa pull. Bay's, how many playoff, uh, how many times have the Buccaneers gone to the playoffs in the last whatever? I don't know. The last time they won the Super Bowl was John Gruden. So, and, yeah, and Tom Brady is like a reincarnation of John Gruden. So, you know, no, they don't know winning that much either. Well, they don't, but you know, the, the man who runs the offense 
And basically now the team does. And yeah, the man who runs the actual football team in New England also does. He doesn't play football though. He doesn't. Yeah, he's not. He does he's every, not throwing. He, he's not catching. He's the czar. He has everybody else do do it. He's the. He's the puppet. That's master. like the whole Phil Jackson when he went to the Knicks thing, thinking that he could turn them around, dude. Because Phil Jackson. Yeah, but won. Phil Jackson went from the. This Phil Jackson went from the Bulls to the Bulls. He didn't move anywhere. But he lost. It's like you might as well leave because you lost everyone, and because everyone is Tom Brady. Still got the defensive player of the year over there. Man, still the guy who got ro- the guy who got roasted week seventeen against Devontae Parker and Ryan Fitzmagic. How did how did uh, how did Brady uh, play that game? His he was injured. He was injured and he gritted it out, dude. He you know he had a foot injury. That's why he wore those all white cleats that he normally doesn't because he wears those red ones. Normally, he was wearing all white. I knew something was up from the get-go when I saw him out there on week 17 with those white cleats. Knew something was up. Obviously, his feet were injured. The interception that he threw for the pick six, it's because he didn't get his feet in the right direction. Telling you, complete injury there. Week before that, he played lights out. And the week after that, he also played lights out against Tennessee. So, I mean... yeah. No issue. I mean, Brady's going into you know a much better situation than what Belichick has. If you look at each of them, I'd much rather be Brady right now, who has Bruce Arians, you know, who's you know a higher up in uh, the Buccaneers' offense now, overseeing offensive, you know, not the offensive coordinator, but I think an offensive assistant or you know, kind of theorist. Tom Moore is helping out Tampa Bay. You know, the legendary uh, offensive coordinator Peyton Manning. So that seems like an exciting situation to go into. You know, you got Brady, you got Evans, you got Godwin, you got Gronk, you got uh, Howard, you got Brait. Okay, and now you look at Belichick and he has maybe Cam Newton if he's healthy. He's the best quarterback in the division. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, I well, mean, if, if okay, okay, I, you know... I smile as I say that, but as I say it, <laughs> you know it's true. As I say it, I want to, I want to defend my argument a little more. You know, what have you done for me lately? That Josh Allen's not a terrible quarterback. What have you done for me lately, though? Newton, zero and eight, an injury. You know yeah. what has still the best quarterback in the division. <laughs> What's you, the rest of the, let's what see. The rest of let's the see. Let's see. That's like the that's like the Jets fan saying that Darnold is better than Josh Allen because of like oh like well Darnold has like these really good you know he passing. Is. No, he's he's not better than Josh Allen. You get out of yeah, here. Uh uh-uh. uh Josh Allen throws. He's like Tebow. No, he's Him, not. So the it's literally if you look at the evolution, I'll draw this out for you. Okay, Please. it goes in terms of quarterbacks. All right, it goes Cam. No, already. All disagree. right. And then it goes, um, what's his face? The idiot in Buffalo. I can uh, Josh Allen. Yeah. Allen. It goes um, Tebow. And then it goes you. <laughs> All right. Here it is. Here's my quarterback lineup. It says Cam, Allen, Tebow, Tocino. Yeah. All right. They all have the same kind of quarterback. Big. They like to run around. Die. Take a hit. <laughs> Just just launches the ball left and right. Got a cannon, but don't know where the ball is going. 
Um, <laughs> except for Tebow. Tebow throws just bank hands. But then, like, Allen, like, he can run around, but he's a rockhead. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know if this is, like, it's on my forehead because I, I believe in this take so much. Well, but here, here. Decino, Tebow, Allen, Cam. Here's Cam something. is the best of them all. Here's something to They were all this. And then there's Roethlisberger over here, but we're not going to talk about it. Yeah, Ben. Okay. Ben. But, um, <laughs> Yes, they are ben all the same. Ben is addicted to porn. Big, meaty claws. Okay. <laughs> well, here, here's something to think about, and you make you very you make a very compelling point, but I you know Cam Newton, <laughs> Cam Newton last year. You remember the whole big deal about how the Panthers were like, "Oh my God, Cam Newton has changed up his throwing motion. We're gonna unveil it now." Like everyone, stay tuned to watch Cam Newton's new throwing motion, and then we waited and saw Cam Newton's throwing motion. He was like, okay. And then he tried throwing, and then he got injured again. And But before that, he lost a lot of games. Yeah, so, but you know, everywhere else except for New England, everybody's dumb. They're going to figure it out. Don't worry. Okay, but what, what's Cam Newton? Okay, so so here's something to theorize. I, I, I concede that Cam Newton is, the, is a very exciting player. And if I'm a Patriot fan, I'd... I'd want him around. I want him to do well. I think it'd be awesome. Touchdown. I think Cam Newton would be awesome. You know, a lot of touchdowns, uh, hopefully. But here's one thing to think about. Josh McDaniels, new quarterback, completely new way of running the offense because Cam Newton's a guy that I think they said broke 111 tackles or something like that uh, since 2011, and Brady's only broken two. In that same time, so and you want to talk what, about completely new quarterback? What does Josh McDaniels do? He he schemes it up around what he has on offense. So you know. Also, so I who's, so it, would it, who's thrive more? Um, would you rather have a running offense with Tom Brady at quarterback or a running offense with somebody like Cam Newton? Right. What do you mean a running so like a, a run the first op- right now, offense? The line and the running backs. I think their offense might even be better than last year. No way. They have a better, more potent rushing attack, partly because David Andrews is back. Yes. Okay. So I agree that the offensive line is much better. Offensive line much better this year. They're back to 2016 form. And they have now, they drafted two tight ends. That's two more guys than like the the offensive front seven. They got a new fullback. But the tight ends, I mean, unless you're thinking it's going to be Gronkowski and Hernandez again, which it doesn't look like. Dwayne Allen was a good blocking tight end. Yeah, Dwayne Allen was good blocking. And I think Dwayne Dwayne Allen, it took took Dwayne Allen like 247, you know, what snaps or something like that to finally get a touchdown or some some bizarre thing. You know, it it took a long time for him to get uh, a touchdown. It came like against... Denver was his first touchdown or some. Yeah, but he could block. He's better than what they had. Yeah, well, Dwayne Allen, phenomenal blocker. But so here's something, though. You know, McDaniels, when he left New England to go to Denver, he didn't do so well. And then he got fired by, I think, like week 13 of his second year in Denver. Okay, then he goes to St. Louis to offensive coordinate in 2011, and I think they won two games and were last in every offensive metric. Yes. And then the Rams shortly later in, left for Los Angeles because they're mm-hmm, exactly. And they have no fans, but in 2016, you saw what McDaniels did without Brady. Pretty impressive, right? Okay. They had a great opening. And 2008. And okay. And 2008 and 2008. But the, I, I'd say the 
the difference in 2008 is you had uh, Randy Moss and Wes Welker. And, yeah. you know, it's pretty much the same team as the 16-0 and 0 team. Um, yeah. And then and then things fell apart in 2009, but that's a different story. 2016, I'd say, is a little more relevant. You have some of the more... You have s- some similar players that you had in 2016 as you do now. So that's, you know, one comparable. But the second comparable, I want to say, you know, before Garoppolo got hurt, they looked they looked pretty impressive against Arizona. I had picked Arizona to win that game opening night on Sunday night. Then they have Miami and Garoppolo gets hurt, but they looked impressive against Miami. One thing about Garoppolo is he's not he can run. He can run. Not so much anymore after he stupidly decided not to run out of bounds and then tore his ACL. But, you know, before that he could. So, and he he was a pretty good thrower too. So I'll give him that. They didn't really need to change too, too much with Garoppolo. But then when Brissett went in, I understand it was like a a scrap everything. You know, it's like, well, everything we've been doing, we can no longer do. They put Brissett in and he does pretty well against Miami. And then he does, he was very impressive against Houston. But you saw, yes, he tore his thumb. The Magic kind of ran out against Buffalo, and then they got shut out and lost 16 to nothing at home. So, Josh McDaniels, this Cam Newton thing doesn't seem like a insert Garoppolo. It seems closer to a scrap everything approach. And so you say, yeah, you know, their strength is running the football. And the reason that worked at the end of 2018 is because you also had Tom Brady, who you still had to worry about in the back of your mind, you know, and and that's why it worked near the end of the season. They could run, and Brady was sharp. Cam Newton seems like a scrap everything kind of deal. What do you think? Like they can't just rely on run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Cam Newton's going to have to do something. Well, to be fair, Newton's a better passer than Brissett is. Um, they also have Absolutely. a whole. At least they have a whole training camp to build an offense around Newton. Um, they have. Uh, better upgraded offensive line. I feel like they have an offense that's probably better suited for Newton than it is Brady at this point. Like I said, they have tight ends. They have more tight ends now. They have more running backs. Their offensive line is getting healthy. It's something Newton, Newton's leading receiver, you know, outside of Greg Olson, you know, who's the second leading receiver on that team in 2015 for the Panthers? Ted Ginn. And then the guy after that. Jericho Cotri. I think they had no more than 45 catches each. All right. That was because Kelvin Benjamin was out. If you remember that 2015 year. Yeah. But the idea is he doesn't really outside of like Steve Smith. He hasn't really had that great of receivers. I mean, he's had Greg Olson as a tight end. He's loved to use him. He's had Christian McCaffrey, D'Angelo Williams, Jonathan Stewart as really good running backs. Right. Those are the D'Angelo Williams and Jonathan Stewart are actually pretty damn good backs. I think he was great. Yeah. And now what's the strength of the Patriots offense? It's their offensive line. I think has a chance to be really good and their running backs. That's where they've spent the majority of their resources on offense. Obviously the receivers are really outside of Edelman. You don't really know Edelman's 34, 35 now, you know, you don't know what Sue's going to look like. You don't know what um, Harry's going to look like. Right. I think they, they might be, you might see a totally different, you're going to see a totally different offense. But, okay, but totally what can Newton. you ask? I think their offense, it's not going to be scrap everything. I think you, how hard, I, I, I mean, I'm not an offense coordinator. I am. I am. How so hard is me. it to build the Patriots system with Tom Brady? It took forever to, for receivers to gain trust with him because it was so complex. 
Do you think it's that complex to build a read option system or some sort of, of running system? They're not going to throw Newton into the same system Tom Brady had for 20 years. They're going to have something totally different built around him. Well, they don't I, have, I, they I don't have like something Newton. totally different ready. They, they have to create that. Yeah, well, I trust them to do it because they have a whole man, they have a whole training camp, and and, and it it can't be gimmicky. And you know, so you make a great point about Brady needs trust with his receivers, okay? And you look at the receivers that New England has, you can't ask how many. Julian Edelman's great, okay, but you can't ask him to do everything in the world. Sure, at one point he used to pretty much do everything in the world, but at this point. You know, going against that, like, Buffalo defense, for example, like, they, they locked down in that secondary. And with the hindering thing for New England at the end of the season was their receivers couldn't get open. They tried to run the ball. Sure, they had Karras instead of uh, Andrews, and Shaq Mason wasn't himself. But, you know, the receivers, they had Piano Man until he... uh he got well until he got injured and then suspended again, right? And now new piano man is Mohamed Sanu, who can't get open. Uh, Nikhil Harry seems to not really be able to get open. I mean, it's true. And look at it, the touchdowns that he catches. It's you know back shoulder balls where he just uses his body. And, and then Jacoby Myers drops touchdowns that would have tied the game against Kansas right. City. But okay, so you know. I understand it's not a scrap at all type of thing, but it's going to be a difficult situation for them to overcome, for them to create a good offense. I still think Buffalo runs the division right now. Even though they've, they haven't won the division, I think it's, it's theirs to lose right now. Who's uh, better? Who has the uh, best coach in the division? The Jets. The jet. No, oh, the oh. best coach. Yes, yes, the Jets locking it in. The the Jets had the best coach. Yep. Okay, and who has the best quarterback in the division? Uh, Tampa Bay. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay, so well, according okay. to the no. Detroit Lions will be winning the AFC East. Okay. Okay, so um, what what quarterback? What team do you think has the quarterback that will play the most games in twenty twenty? Um. I have, really I have my. I have my. I, I the answer. I don't know because Allen also went out. He runs around like an idiot. Missed too. a game. He lost, missed, missed one game because yeah, of John Jones. He also runs around like Newton. He's only that's his. That was his. But second. Yeah, game Josh Allen's know. an idiot. Okay, and he he doesn't know. And well, I don't want to say idiot in I guess case he ever wants to come really on. Really affect much, but yeah. But um. <laughs> okay, but you, we know Sam Darnold's gonna kiss a couple wrong people again and then get mono. Yes, he's gonna kiss. You know. 14 year old girl <laughs> mark sanchez um and then Tua between Tua rosen and fitzpatrick they all could even i mean not even so i mean i could see fitz eh, i could see Tua not even playing the whole year no so exactly i think miami and the jets are at the bottom of the bucket when it comes to even when it comes to wins and when it also comes to i'll say darnold actually screw it i'll say darnold i i don't think so i think buffalo is going to have most consistent quarterback play I, I think we saw Josh Allen start to figure it out and if the way he played against Houston for the first half before they decided to just stop playing offense in the second half and tried to play not to lose I think it was blackout in the first half I think you were also blackout in the first half then I, I then I, I got a rebared my wits and then I blacked out again at overtime so yep. yeah it doesn't I, I didn't see it so it doesn't count 
But for, so, dude, I was at the Week 16 game against Buffalo against New England. The way that Josh Allen played in Week 16 versus how he played in Week Four, night and day, night and day. Week Four, he had no idea what he was doing. He threw three picks, and then Matt Barkley topped it off with a fourth pick. And then how he played in New England in Week 16 in the cold. I mean, he he played as well as he could have played, you know? So Josh Allen's starting to figure it out, man. He's starting to figure it out. This is a big year for him. Year three for all those uh, 20, for that 2018 draft class. Let's see uh, how they can perform. I think it's. uh, I don't know. Allen, I look at Allen as just a crappier version of Newton. Newton's obviously more injury prone, but if the Patriots figure him out, and I believe that Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels will turn him more into a pocket pass. He will not turn into Tom Brady. But I'm saying he will be more careful, more efficient with his running, and more efficient with his usage of his body. Um, I feel like he has a chance, better, more of a chance than in Carolina those last couple of years to survive the full 16 or at least a better portion of them. I wouldn't be surprised if Stidham plays a few games or Hoyer. I wouldn't be honestly if Hoyer's still on the roster. I wouldn't be surprised if he's the one playing the games instead of Cam Newton. If Newton gets hurt, but um, it's I think it's still it goes down to I think Allen just can't throw. Newton also can't throw either. Shit, he has he's only had three years over sixty percent completion. I don't know what Allen's never had a year over sixty percent. No, that's the thing. Nope. That's the, and you got to look at who's coaching them. Do you trust Sean McDermott and Brian Dable, or do you trust Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels? Yeah. Well, I mean, the way you phrase it there, it seems pretty obvious, but I know because it is. But you know, I think the better team, T E A M, right now is the Buffalo Bills. I think they are. They're receiving core. Their defense overall, right? I think their defense is going to be is going to be play better than New England's, especially after New England lost all their linebackers. But they have Winovich. Winovich isn't easy to win the defensive. Player Winovich of the year. is going to win Defensive Player of the Year. hundred percent agree with that. Okay. Yep. Winovich is, is spectacular. He's a once in a generation type player, and uh, he might as well just start writing his Hall of Fame speech now because Winovich is awesome. Are but you going to write it for him? I'll write it for him. Yeah. Winovich and I go way back. Uh, you know, it's being blonde haired white dudes, both, yes. both Michigan guys, blonde hair. You know how it is. Go blue. But okay. So here's something else. So blue. we talked Newton. Um, I think Buffalo still runs the division. You think that new England's, uh, you know, has the punching the fighters chance. I the, think the, the division will be one with as low as nine games, but it'll probably be 10. But if all goes well, either Buffalo or the Patriots can win 11. Actually, so, I think so, Buffalo's uh, ceiling uh, is a I think I think the the best case scenario is either Buffalo or the Patriots win twelve games, and I think the Patriots are more likely to win twelve games than Buffalo is. I I disagree with that. Check they I they are more the Buffalo I mean, Buffalo still, won twelve games last year if it wasn't for New England. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> what's changed? Tom Brady has changed. Still there. So yeah, I I, I think I think Buffalo. I well, the division's going to come down to head to head now. I think it, it's. If New England sweeps Buffalo, right, that's an indication that New England has a good football team. 
and that if they if they sweep them, then they'll they'll win the division. However, I, I think Buffalo, um, you know, if, if they split or win both, we, we, I think are we assuming that? Um, are we assuming that there are no fans in the stands? I, I think that that might be a safe assumption. Right now. I, I don't know what to assume. You know, my statistics professor once said, "Assumption makes an ass out of you and umption." So don't do it. Assumption. Uh, <laughs> anywho, uh, <laughs> uh, um, all right. Yeah, so no, I, I still think that if Buffalo, yeah, well, you got to look at those first couple road games too. If Cam Newton's starting and they're going to Kansas City and Seattle, I'd like that. I, I don't know. Totally. And there's no fans in the stands. I know that they lost some pieces, but I wouldn't totally rule out, rule out the Patriots winning maybe one of those. That's one of their two toughest games of the year. Say they go three and one at the beginning of the year because they're playing who? Um, Miami and in, in Oakland or Los Angeles? Or I think I remember Vegas. I had them two and one to start. They were going to lose to Seattle and they're going to win the other two. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I think that. Uh, you got to take a good look and say, "Hey, there's some road games there." And I guess you can go the other way and say, "There's some, there's some home games too that they might lose that you didn't think about." Here's something I want to, you know, get on quick: is that Cam Newton has never lost to uh, the Patriots. He has beaten the Patriots. Cam Newton, what if he is going to New England just to beat the Patriots? and ruin their organization from the inside out because Tom Brady hired him and said, hey, I want to make sure that Patriots lose no matter what without me. So he sends Cam Newton in there. He calls up Belichick and he says, hey, I think Cam Newton wants to play for you guys. Belichick's like, okay. Calls up Cam Newton. Cam Newton joins the Patriots. Cam Newton commits sabotagery to New England just as Belichick did in Super Bowl 52. That's my hot take. And I'm not going to let you get a retort to that. I'm immediately going to change the subject and saying, you know, it was very convenient. It was very convenient that the Cam Newton news came out almost at the same time that the fines and, uh, you know, repercussions were put down on New England for the whole uh, Spygate 3 scandal with, uh, you know, filming that Cincinnati. Spygate 2. 3. Spygate 2. What was the third one? Rams. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's it was interesting timing. I know. All I know is they didn't do it, and Goodell's trying to screw them over. Yeah. Well, what were the uh, exact punishments? It was like a million dollars. Uh, one point one and a third round, third round pick. So, Winovich was a third round told pick. Told me the last twenty years from cheating, the Patriots have lost two first. They lost two first, a third and a fourth round pick. That's like a full draft if you think about it. It is. What do you think of the microphone upside down? It doesn't sound too good, does it? Yeah, no. it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't, doesn't hit. The same. Yeah. So, so they've been docked quite a few picks. Um, okay. So, third round pick gone. Uh, they're not allowed to have uh, their video crew show up to film anything. So, hot seat is the Patriots' video crew, as they're all going to be fired. Um, and oh, what yeah, else? I know the best videographer in all of BU. She can come over and do all the vlogs. Bryce Cohen. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Real darling there. Bryce, Casey, all of our our production team can take over. It seems as if almost no one cares that these, you know, that this happened. 
no one no one cares everyone's talking about cam newton it's almost like this was a non non-issue strategically strategically done tactical a tactical um so the patriots finally get a win when it comes to in uh regard to the media and uh displaying news so as soon as tom brady leaves they decide to bury the news behind a big cam newton lead but you know whenever brady's there it's uh ESPN decides to make a big deal of deflate gate. You know, whatever it is, it's just yeah. sour grapes. People hate greatness. People hate people that are better than them. So, you know, it's, I understand it. I understand it. My, you know, Mike Florio yells at the clouds because Tom Brady's holding practices in Tampa Bay, which were, you know, they only went against the recommendations of the NFLPA. So Mike Florio, you know, continues to, you know, be mad, but, he is the angry Nana. Yep. Old man yell at Klaus. Will, he will beat you down with his handbag. Oh, 100%. He shall not get me sick because I am 85 years old and I hate fun. It's just terrible. That that Tom Brady, he's just terrible. I hate fun. So, you know, Cam Newton. Like The Office. Remember The Office episode where the no. they were at the... Um, Pam and Jim's wedding, and there's Mima, Ugh, and Pam disgusting. was pregnant. I hate. And Pam. Jim was like, he was an idiot. He's like, oh, Pam can't drink. And Mima was like, well, why can't she drink? And then he was like, ah, oh, alcoholic, an alcoholic. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, wait, no, she's pregnant. And he, she was like, oh. And, and then uh, Michael Scott proceeded to give the uh, birds and the bees speech. Yes. <laughs> And he turned off the TV for her. So all was he's like, he's, he's like, idiot. it feels different. Okay, you know they say it feels the same, but like the fact is, it feels different, both for the guy and the girl. <laughs> um. Okay. So, <laughs> so you know, we've talked about Brady, we've talked about uh, Cam Newton, we've talked about Josh Allen. So we've talked, you know, a pretty good amount about the quarterbacks. So last episode, we revealed quarterbacks 30, 30 through 21 on our top 40 countdown. So today, we have 20 through 11 on the countdown to recap our countdown so far. We're halfway through. Shea Patterson clocked in at 40. Then it was Case Keenum, Alex Smith, Jarrett Stidham, Tua Tagovailoa, Mike Glennon, Nate Peterman, Matt Moore, Taysom Hill, Joe Burrow, James Winston, Tyrod Taylor, Mitchell Trubisky, Blake Bortles, Gordon Minshew, Sam Darnold, Nick Foles, Daniel Jones, Teddy Bridgewater, Kirk Cousins, and then clocking in at number 20, it's the man who beat Tom Brady in Week 17 and stalwarted their efforts to get a first-round bye. We're going to put in... Ryan Fitzpatrick at number 20. I think that's a fair assessment for him right now. He, you know, he he's out of he came out of Harvard. He's a real smart guy and it seems like Miami was a team that was on the verge of tanking and going 0 and 16 and then he managed to scrape together five wins and then win in New England in week 17. Yeah, he really screwed up the whole tank for Trevor thing. Mm-hmm. All uh yeah, I agree. I think at number 19 though. There's a couple names swirling around in my head, but I think I'm going to go with, uh, did we already say uh, Mr. Sammy D, the best quarterback in the division? We already did? Yeah. Um, All right, I'll go with Derek Carr. Derek Carr. I like it. Derek Carr, a guy who John Gruden hates. He can't lead toddlers to a playground. No, he could not. 
And the thing with Derek Carr, it almost seems like he's too safe of a player. You know, it he's not going to take any risks. John Gruden hates yes. him for that. Speaking of the birds and the bees. Yes. Yeah, um, speaking of them. So, you know, John Gruden hates guts. Um, okay, so that's like a great that's a great one at number 19 and and now we're getting into it. Now we're getting to the, you know, to the higher echelon of quarterbacks, right? So, number 18, I think it's time it's about time that we go to a man that was paid a lot of money after only playing, I think, like five games as a starter. Five or seven games as a starter. The 49ers quarterback, the one who completely blew it in the Super Bowl, uh, missed, a gr- missed a throw right down the middle that would have won them the Super Bowl, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo clocking in at number 18 on the top quarterbacks. Some might say this is this is an unfair ranking of Garoppolo, but if you look at his body of work, I don't know. I have the Super Bowl runner-up at number 18, and I think you would agree with me. I would agree with you, yes. Um, and I'll go, where are we at, number 17 now? 17. I will go with the, uh, hmm, so many names swirling around in my head. I'll go with Philip Rivers and all 17 of his kids. Yeah, it's 17. Number 17 is his number. Number 17 is his ranking, and he's got 17 kids, according to me. And his wife is 17 years old. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's going to be interesting to see what Philip Rivers does in Indianapolis. I, I wonder if he even can scrape together four wins uh, in Indy. It's going to be interesting. And Indy also has Jacob, uh, Jacob Eason, right? I think Indy might win the division. Over Houston, I would. Over Houston, yeah, I, I think Tennessee. I think Tennessee and India are the uh, Houston. Yeah, Deshaun. Houston, who's he throwing to? Doesn't matter. He'll throw it to himself if he has to. God damn it. Okay. He'll throw it to Will <laughs> Fuller. David Johnson on the sideline. Will Fuller. Okay. Also on the sideline. Yeah. Also on the first. sideline. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Um, Okay, so next guy I think that we're going to have to go with is, uh, you know, clocking in at 16. Now we're really getting into it. We're we're running out. We're going to skip over someone who deserved to be on the list. Um, But I think coming in at 16, let's just go with, uh, with Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, the backup in Dallas right now. You know, he was the man who got Buffalo to their first playoff appearance in the new millennium back in 2017 with, uh, you know, that throw against Baltimore. Week 17 got him in. Andy Dalton, number 16. I think that's very appropriate for him. Wow, 16. So ahead of Garoppolo and Philip Rivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what are we at, 15 now? Yes, sir. Um, there's so many names swirling around in my head again. I guess I'll go with uh, I'll go with Tannehill. That's a great that's a great spot for Tannehill. Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, I think that's a safe spot. He he went off last year and had a really good run. He didn't really do much in the playoffs. Derrick Henry really did a lot. Yep. And then he got paid a shit ton. And now he's sitting there with. Um, I think he has the best team in the division. You know, right. If they don't win, they don't win double digit games this year. I think that's. You know, that's an indictment on him. This is where Chris Sims had Vrabel's going to have them playing. So, Oh, yeah. He will say he'll cut off his dick to win the Super Bowl again. Vrabel's a nutcase. He is I, love, a nutcase. I want him as the next coach of the Patriots. 
I like Vrabel a lot, dude. He he's a he's a freaking you know he's a wired guy. Uh, and now the next John guy, I, next guy, I think that we should uh, mention at number fourteen, Baker Mayfield. Baker baby, Baker Mayfield. Uh, again, like I said, the entire twenty eighteen draft class is on the hot seat, minus Lamar Jackson this year to see uh, what they can do. Uh, no, Lamar's still on the hot seat. He won his MVP. If he follows it up and has a crap year, then well, but, yeah, we'll yes, see. Because play, playoff Baker Lamar Mayfield. playoff Lamar is not a thing. But we'll see how Baker, Baker can do. Baker. Baker, 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 Baker. All right, that was number. Fourteen. We're at thirteen. Yep. We're running out of players. <laughs> number thirteen. Yeah, I'm running out of people to think of. I'm gonna put Ben Roethlisberger. Okay, that's a good spot. Okay, I feel like I feel like if he. Do you know that Ben Roethlisberger is like, addicted to porn? I'm. I think I was told that before. I'm totally not surprised about it. Yeah, he's also on my list of quarterbacks that are all in that same kind of big tree trunk kind of shape. Do you know that, yeah. Do you know um, that Ben Roethlisberger but, leads uh, he, NFL history record books with most sexual assault cases dismissed? No. Yeah. Wow. He tops um, the record books. I'm not surprised about that either. However, I feel like this is a good spot for him because he could definitely be a top eight quarterback if he shows up and plays well yeah antonio brown's not there and love bell's not there but i i think this is a good spot because he's coming off a big injury yeah i completely agree and 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 at number 12 here's uh i think these 12 through 9 picks right here are just going to be the quarterbacks that just need to be on the list and we stuff them in because we might have forgotten about them and i think a classic guy there is uh you know what? I'm just going to say, I'm going to think out loud real quick and, you know, F it if you're listening and you want number 12. I'm not going to give you number 12 yet. I'm going to ask Matt, where does Drew Locke fall on here? Where does Jared Goff fall on here? What do we do with those two? I was going to say Jared Goff feels like somebody who goes right at... Um, 10? No, 12. 12? Okay, then 12. so you have... So Drew Locke would be in front of him? I, I think Drew I think we have to leave Drew Lock off the list. list and then we we well we make our list and then we go back and revise it. Okay, yes. This is our rough draft of our, our just, rough draft. We, we just threw shit on the board. All right, so said, number right, twelve dude. is gonna be Jared Goff. Number twelve. Yes. <laughs> All right. But we're not, the only person we're not moving is Kirk Cousins. Yep, yeah, and we might have clogged the list a little bit with guys like Shea Patterson, Mike Glennon, and Nate Peterman, and Matt Moore. Matt Moore deserves to be up there. Matt Moore is one of the best, better backups in the league. I'm not even kidding about that. But, yes, the other ones. So, we're at 11 now. Does that mean Julian Edelman goes? No, James White. James White. Now, um, Pass play. To Myers. Who's a good person to put at 11? Who's like a good, really very good quarterback? How about number 17 up in in uh, Western New York? I was just going to say he deserves to be like 46. But I don't know. He's either 11 or he's good. How about Cam Newton? Okay. All right. Cam Newton. Cam Newton chalks in at. Number 11 on our list. I'm really excited. I want to keep going here, but I know we need to tempt uh, the listener here in, uh, you know, just 
Hold your horses. We're going to have to stop at 11 to recap from 20 to 11. We had Ryan Fitzpatrick, Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, Philip Rivers, Andy Dalton, Ryan Tannehill, Baker Mayfield, Ben uh, Roethlisberger, Jared Goff, Cameron Newton, rounding out the top from 20 to 11. Okay, so next show, we're going to have our top 10 quarterbacks in the league, and we are inevitably going to leave many people out. Um, but you know, that's just the way we go. This is a rough draft. We think out loud. Um, so that so far we have quarterbacks 40 through 11. We have, uh, talked about Cameron Newton, uh, signing with new England. We have talked about new England's, uh, Spygate three and you know, what else do you think that we have on this fine Monday, June 29th? Apparently, the NFLPA is going to require uh, agents to advise players on risks of COVID-19. That is the latest article on Pro Football Talk. It's Mike Florio getting mad at everyone again for not uh, being as safe as him. So, okay, thank you, Mike Florio. Um, Thank you, listeners. Matt, any uh, other breaking news or anything that your birdies have been uh, telling you lately? That Jared Stidham still might be the week one quarterback. You think Jared Stidham, man, well, he's not practicing and he right now he's just, you know, drinking alcoholic beverages at weddings and getting nice and plump and staying warm down in Texas. Jared Stidham, man, I'll tell you what, man, uh, Jared Stidham is a guy. I didn't get a chance to sit down with him in my uh, quarterback camp, man, because I was already head coach. Uh over of the Raiders and stuck with my guy, Derek Garman, who's a pain in the ass, man. I would have much rather had a, you know, I did get a chance to sit down with, I got a chance to sit down with Cam Newton, man. He came out of Auburn. He went to a community college before he went to Auburn, man. He, he wasn't in a good spot. Is he a man of the community? He's most definitely a man of the community, man. Cam Newton. Uh, one question I have for you, Matt, is uh, what number do you think Cam Newton's going to wear in New England, man? I, you know, here's the funny thing: is he gonna is he gonna buy Pat Patriot a new car? Because he's gotta get the he's gotta get his number from Pat Patriot. He would. That's who's, who's got number one right now. I think he should go with two, dude. Bring back the Auburn days. I love two with him. I loved. Or should two. he just say, "What if he gets 12? I think then I would have to root for the Patriots to win zero games because that would be the most disrespectful thing on planet Earth. They've that already the changed the uniform so that there was a Brady era uniform. There's no yeah, way. Do I want to get a Cam Newton jersey? Oh, if it's a one, if it's one or two, yeah. I think they're good. Sick. If he's good, if Zay makes a Pro Bowl with them, be like, I already have a, one of those. A Tom. So he's gonna look. Have you seen those edits with the Patriots jersey? He looks good. On he looks pretty good. So, what color uh, Brady jersey should I get from Tampa Bay? I'm thinking the white because I'm thinking that is that's probably gonna be their primary home. Those whites. Or do you disagree? The only one is don't get the gray ones. The gray ones look gross. I think gray is going to be red. an alternate, like once it once a season. Red, thing. the red ones look good. Is there a black? I don't even know. Uh, I didn't uh, see it I in the photo shoot, but I think white's probably going to be worn the most. I would assume. And I think red, white is probably the safest option. Yeah, red might be good. Uh, gray looks gross. So what's the difference between the one hundred and fifty dollar option and the one hundred dollar option? I don't know. But, I always just get the hundred dollar option. I got a Patriots, so I. Live, 
in my closet, I have a Ty Law Super Bowl um, jersey and a Danny Woodhead jersey. Actually, no, it's a no, it's a Tom Brady. Yes, I do have Danny Woodhead. Jersey. It's a Tom Brady Super Bowl jersey. I lied. It has the patch on it. From which Super Bowl? Forty nine, but it's a blue one, which makes no sense. <laughs> but it was hundred and twenty dollars, so that it was twenty more bucks to put the stupid patch on on the wrong color jersey. I know. I do like your camo Patriot jersey or hoodie or whatever it is. Oh yeah, another camo. Pe- the, yeah, I like that one. That yeah, one looks cool. Yeah, but um, they wear they wear no, those a it. lot. They camo hoodie. <laughs> yeah, they. Because they... I do. Because they... you know I'm the pinnacle of coolness. Yep, guys. Me and my Merrells. I want to steal Tom Brady Super Bowl Forty Nine jersey. Just like that Which, one guy did. Was it, oh the Super Bowl Fifty One was. The- both were stolen by the same guy, 49 and 51. Okay. Yep, crazy. So it was me. It was you. All right, well, uh, that's the late breaking news on a yeah. Monday, June 29th. Came to penetrate your drums with news. We hope that we uh, we satisfied your needs and uh, your, your virgin ears are no longer. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah. well uh well we'll say goodbye to the kids uh once and for all and, and wish you well bye kids bye kids bye kids <laughs>